What is up, everyone? It is Tuesday night, so you guys know what that means. Another edition of the Buffalo Blitz right here on the Built in Buffalo Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter network. Hope everyone's having a good week. The weather's getting better in the Northeast, which is awesome for Lance and I. It's getting a little warm out, but that means we're going to be inside still talking about the draft. The comment section is open if you guys want to drop a comment. If you're on Facebook or YouTube, drop a like. If you're on Twitter, come over and drop a comment on Facebook, YouTube. Ask us anything. We are talking about the D linemen and the O linemen tonight, the big boys that the Bills could be targeting. But ask us anything about the Bills, and we will answer it. Lance, how are we doing tonight, my man? What's going on, Bills Mafia? How you doing? Guys, Super Chats are active. If you're on Twitter, go over to YouTube, hit us up, uh, get engaged with the Super Chats, and keep the comments flowing tonight. Because we've got the hog mollies going on today, and I love my big guys. We do, and we're going to be talking about the big guys. But before we get that, Underdog Fantasy, promo code BLITZ, use Underdog Fantasy. Uh, we'll be pushing it more through social media, but Underdog Fantasy is a great app. It's a great way to, you can do a pick em, you can do rivals against each other it's gonna be better when nfl season but if you're an nba fan if you're an nhl fan maybe the brewer uh brewers the sabers get into the playoffs you can do a little sabers action do a little sabers action tonight nba Hockey. the mob is going on right now use underdog code promo code blitz and they will get a hundred percent deposit match up to a hundred dollars it's a great deal you don't want to miss Buffalo it Lance. colored shirt today yeah, i'm pumped this- to get that in the mail they said us some cool merch, which is awesome. But yeah, use promo code Blitz, Underdog Fantasy, and yeah, let's 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 get ready to rock. Let's get ready to rock. Mike's having a good night. What's up, Mike? Appreciate you tuning in. Comment section is open. Hello, Lance's mom. Yeah, hello. Late, late show for her, so she's probably gonna head to bed. But love you, ma. Thanks for stopping okay. by. Appreciate it. That's awesome. How are we doing tonight? Thank you for tuning in. If you're on Facebook, YouTube, drop a comment, all that fun stuff. But let's get started, Lance. Enough of the jibber-jabber. So we're going to be breaking down O-linemen and defensive linemen that we think the Bills could be targeting, could we, that could we be interested in, or that we just like. Because it's our show and we can do what we want. So Lance, let's start with you, my man. Interior O-linemen, so we'll categorize as guards, centers. Someone that you think stands out for, uh, what's up, A-Rich? Found one of the founders of Built in Buffalo, keeping us keeping us churning. But Lance, one of give me an interior O lineman that maybe screams Buffalo Bills to you, or someone that you're really interested in. Yeah, the one guy I was really interested in, uh, kind of working up to the the combine and those kind of things. I, I really am interested in uh, John Michael Smiths from Minnesota here. Just a kind of do it all guy. Uh, really, you know hard nose kind of a mcdermott guy right i think yeah. I, he might have wrestled i can't remember if he i know there's a couple guys in there that have wrestled and whatnot but this guy just seems like he can play center he can play guard he could just you know do anything you ask him to do and has an iq that i really love so the the iq stuff for me is um big and i think he you know he would be a great addition to this offensive line yeah, I have a first-round grade on him, I think. No, excuse me, second-round grade on him. Excuse me, a second-round grade on him, and most people do. But Lance, like you mentioned, right, the center-the-guard combination that re- one of the reasons the Bills loved Ryan Bates because he can play the center and the guard. And Mitch Morris is not getting any younger, and he's had concussion issues. So this could be a guy, year one, maybe he beats out Bates, starts at guard, and then year two, he starts at center for the Bills. That right. could be a legit option. And people have him as a second round to a mid round grade. Uh, he's a senior bowl invite. We know how Bean likes those senior bowl guys. First AP first team All American in 2022. Uh, Walter Camp, second team All American in 2022. 6'4, 300 pounds. It's a big guy. Not overly big, but he's a pretty big guy for that position. Lance, this screams McDermott type of guy. This also screams a guy that has versatility. And I think a guy that I think the Bills could definitely target. And Lance, do you see him as more of a center or a guard, or you're more like roll the dice? The Bills can just do whatever you want with him, and we think he'll, he'll succeed. I think it ultimately ends up at center. Um, I think that's going to be his uh, position overall. But I I know that you know once you get from college to the NFL, you can kind of um, 
move them around and and, and kind of see get and you know see where they're comfortable at and and kind of get a gauge on what their best uh, position is. I think that uh, getting a guy that can come in and and learn from Morse for at least a year before replacing him would be phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. Even if it's two years, I'm okay with that. Like um, I'm not saying obviously this isn't going to be our first round pick, so you know hopefully. Uh, you know, I do see some mocks have them in, in the lower 20s, but uh, yeah, I would think um, mid to late second round um, and and go, you know, see if see if we can get them. And, you know, I think late second round pick, um, you know, wouldn't be terrible if he sat no. here or or pushed one of the guards, you know. You would, I think you could push Bates for 100% for the right guard position. And it gives you depth. It gives you also the ability, if Morris gets injured or Bates gets injured, to like have a competable starter. Jason's coming in. I say we trade back out of the first for an early second and a fourth. We all agree with that. Take Jack Campbell with our first, second rounder, and go grab Schmidt with our second rounder. I would sign up for that in a, in a heartbeat. So I'm on board for that. But A. Rich is in the comments here, and he's the guy that he brought up the guy. That I want to talk about. He said the guard from TCU. I love this guy. Yeah. And that is Avila. Steve Avila. Yeah. Lance, I have a first round grade on this guy. There's two guards. First round, right? for Two interior linemen that I have a first round grade on. Osiris Torrance from Florida, which I don't know if he gets to 27 because there's not a lot of guards in that first round range. So that's why he might not get to 27. But then Steve Avila. Does he go in the first round? I don't know. But I think he's a talent to go in the first round. Six four three. 32. We thought John Michael Schmitz was a big guy. This guy blows him out of the water. 332 pounds. That's a big boy. I love that. He can move. He moves so well for for a heavy guy. The first thing that under a scouting report, coordinated when moving to the second level as a run blocker, capable of landing blocks in the move. Good vertical speed. uh, Very good getting to the second level in the run game. Athletic, physique. Good initial burst after the snap. Like, this is a guy, a short yardage kind of guy that you love. And Lance, like you said, with the guy you brought up in John Michael Schmitz from Minnesota, he can also play the guard position and he can also play the center position. Mm-hmm. So, this is another guy that has a ton, a ton of versatility. And another guy that kind of screams Brandon Bean and kind of screams Sean McDermott that he can play both positions. You can move him in and out. That's why they fell in love with Ryan Bates. And that's why a lot of Bills fans. Fell in love with Ryan Bates. This guy is a prototypical Bills player. And I think, would it be a reach at 27, Lance? Would you say it would be a reach at 27? Uh, I, You know, not really. I mean, I think that, um, you know, you got a guy where you know he can he can really help this team like that, um, like Steve Avila can. I think uh, you can go get him with no problem. I had been looking at him in the, in the second round for the most part, but um, mm-hmm. wouldn't, wouldn't bat an eye if, if he was 27 either. A rich is right. He may or may not go in the first, but I definitely do not see him available when we pick in the second. That's exactly. the problem. That's where we're definitely. in. A lot of these players that you like borderline first, you have a second round grade on, they might not get to 59. So that's the beauty of maybe trading back into the thirties or early forties. And then that kind of gives you a little more versatility, but there's nothing wrong. And I, I've said that I preach this a lot with the linebacker position, and that's our next episode, linebackers and secondaries next Tuesday at 8 o'clock. I've preached this a lot. There's nothing wrong. I don't believe in a reach. I don't believe a player is a reach if he fits your scheme and he's going to be a productive player and he turns out to be a productive player. Right. I don't believe that's a reach. Like, oh, Steve Avila, you could have gotten 59. Who knows? But what if he comes in year one, starts at right guard, beats out Ryan Bates, for example, and he's a baller and just balls? Are we going to be talking about his draft stock or where he is or, oh, is that a reach? No, we're going to be talking about because maybe we have a future right guard that can play right guard for 12 years for us. Yeah. That's what well, we're going to be Also, about. you know, he did play some left guard too. So, I mean, I know that. I just do right guard. Mc, he can I know McGovern's, bit, you know, sort of penciled in at left guard. Yeah. but And we know, we know he can play. Uh, right guard as well and I think at the end of the day what we're looking at here is for these uh, for this coaching staff to put out the best five linemen they can give us so um, adding another guy regardless of his position is going to be great because we need to uh, get five NFL caliber 
um, starting linemen. And right now, I don't know that we have five. Um, I know Spencer Brown's been starting, and I know he's how many would you played. how many would you say we have? Right now, we have two for sure, and then uh, you know, Gates say- is a good kind of a almost stopgap. I want to say you know he's not very like I'm not very high on him, and then McGovern is like still out. I'm not really sure yet. I would I would say we have three definite starter. Oh, I'm in this on this. I think McGovern. They gave him a three-year contract with yeah sizable money. I hope he's good. I just haven't seen him yet. I mean, I had never seen him play as a starter. You know, at the tack at the guard position. I mean, he seemed like he always was like the swing guy uh, in Dallas, and he you know lined up in different places and formations and stuff. Well, like he started that. 15 games this past year, so like it, so he played. I think it was either 15 or 16 games actually. So he played a lot of snaps, and I think he's penciled as one of the guard positions, Morris and then Dawkins, and I think Bates is like half a starter at this point. Like, yeah. you can get by with it if your right tackle is really good, but our right tackle is a work in progress. So the Bills all linemen, that's what we're talking about. It's We're going to be so heavily talking about it tonight, more than yeah. probably the defensive linemen because we do need D tackles, obviously, but you probably miss out on the top-tier guys and probably take a guy in the third or fourth round and get the same level of production. But, yeah, that's 100% a thing. My girlfriend's coming in. Go Blitz. Appreciate you tuning in. Hey, girl. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Lance, give me another – uh, oh, I'm interior. Oh, I'm before we get to the I want to know. I don't really have too many thoughts about this guy, so I wanted to get your opinion on Joe Tipman because he's a Wisconsin guy, kind of one of those rugged guys that, um, you know, does fit sort of the, the McDermott mold. He's gonna go a little bit later, maybe. I don't know if he gets to us in the third, but he might go down to the third round. Um, so, uh, wasn't super high recruit coming out of high school and just has had pretty good success playing for the Badgers, I feel like. So um, just wanted to see if, if you have anything on Joe Tipman and what you, you know, what your, you know. Reasoning for adding him, yeah. And, you know, analysis is on on kind of what you think he brings well, to the table. Ready? Maybe a third rounder or. So Izzy kind of put me on him on Sunday night. I was on the Red Zone Report Sunday night, right? And we did our mock draft. That absolutely blew up on Twitter, 16.8K uh, views on Twitter. And we went Darnell Wright first round, Trenton Simpson second round. And then we went Joe Tipman in the third round at 91. And we're going to end the show tonight with another mock draft, right? Right, Lance? We'll, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll dabble in that. Joe Tipman, I had a third round grade on him until today. Until today, when I have, I bumped him up to a second rounder. I don't think he goes second rounder, but this is another guy that is that rugged, hard nosed offensive lineman that can play center, that can play guard. He's not going to like stand out with his 40 time or his intangibles, but he's 6'6, 317. Six six three seventeen. He can more see. like a uh, tackles physique almost. Yeah, like I a... think this guy has a ton of versatility, and he, you know what? And a lot of times, I like the guys that make Bruce Feldman's freak list, mm-hmm. and he's one of the other guys that made Bruce Feldman's freak list. Uh, they call him a huge mauler. Uh, good awareness, reacting to twists and stunts as a pass protector, has a strength. Uh, he he ran a four point nine forty. He's yeah fast. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, like this guy is he's he's interesting, powerful hands, uh strong flexible core ability to absorb an anchor against the bull rush as a pass protector. Like this guy doesn't stand out to you as like that insane O lineman, but I think like you said he was kind of under the radar. I don't think a lot of Bills fans have mocked him in their mock drafts. And why not? Like this is a guy that could play the guard, that could play the center. Maybe the tackle position, I, I probably not cuz he hasn't played that. I think but 6'6", 317, I think this is 100% a guy that the Bills should keep on the radar. I have a second-round grade on him, but I think you can get him at 91. Or you or you can get him if you trade back and gain an extra pick on in round three. But I would not, not put this guy on your radar uh, if you're the Bills. But I think he's very – has intangibles to be very good. Uh, very good O-1. A. Rich was saying, Morris McGovern and Brown – has to be the most athletic right side of the line in the league. 
the thing that drives you crazy about Spencer Brown, Lance, I don't know if this drives you crazy, but he has the tangibles to be a 10-year starter in right tackle. Yeah, for sure. Just maybe not get blown by every time. That'd be nice. What, what do you like? Do you like Joe Tipman? Or are, you, are, you, are you still up in there with Joe Tipman? Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's definitely one of those athletic freaks that you'd love to get in the building and just see what you can do with him, you know? So that I think having Cromer as our uh, offensive line coach, right, is going to be pretty cool to see if we can give him some more uh, tools as well. So I think that's a very interesting project, but I just don't see um, – I don't know if that's the type of player they're looking for, uh, you know, in a second-round type pick or even if he gets to the third round. Um. A hundred. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. He did not run the same forty time as Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell ran a four six five. This guy ran a four. What does it say nine? So, if Jack Campbell ran a four nine, we would have a problem. He wouldn't be even on our radar. So, no, Jack Campbell ran a four six five. Lance, give me another O lineman. Do you like in this draft interior O lineman before we move to the tackle position? Yeah, I want to talk about this guy because he was just absolutely dominant at his pro day even um though he was injured and i feel bad for him but uh andrew Voorhees out of yeah. usc he was such a big prospect and he just goes down and who knows how far he's gonna slide but boy if you can get him in the later rounds and uh if he you know if he does slide because of the injury and, and we can um kind of stash him if if the bills are thinking hey i've got what i need and it, we, Basically, the vibe they're giving us right now is that they've got what they need. They think they've got what they need. And so taking a guy like Voorhees later on in the draft is so, um, you know, kind of appealing to me because I just I think he he went and and ripped the bench press with a torn ACL. He didn't care. He just went over there and and still pressed. And it was just one of those those things are so kind of, you know, those things are cool. Um, you know, just guys being monsters. Yeah, it's it's kind of stinks for him with that. It doesn't stink. It's horrible for him with that ACL. And was it in a forty? Was he running his forty yard dash? What was he doing? Lance, you remember? Yeah, when he, yeah, he went down in the forty time. Yeah. Can we stop having? O, can we stop having O line before you get to the question? Can we stop having O linemen run forty times? Yeah. What are we doing? They need to run like ten or twenty yards at most. Lance, let's say you're Osiris Torrance or you're Matthew Bergeron or you're one of those guys, right? And you're like, I'm a first, second round pick at the worst. I'm not even close to getting to the third round, most likely. How the heck would you run a 40 time? I would say no. There's no point. You're not going to. Well, Cyrus Torrance runs, fine, two seconds faster than we expected, right? For example, oh, this doesn't change his draft stock enough. They dropped in a guy that can block, that can finish uh, tackles, that can do all that stuff. Not a guy that can run fast for 40 yards like that. Like, can we stop having O linemen run 40 yard dashes? I yes, Roy, I know they don't have to run the 40 yard. I know it's their choice. But like it's a it, you go to the combine and then they tell you to do it. Most of them are gonna do it because they think it's gonna help their draft stock. You know what I mean? Like, there's no point. Like, there's no point. I get it. It's their choice. I get it. But when the NFL presents you with that 40 time, most of the time they do it. Because they they think it helps your draft stock. I don't think it helps your draft stock, but I get it. They do have a they do have a choice. Let's they go back. Make to, those freak lists, man. Yeah, Lance, you answer this question, and then I'll answer this question. Who do you think the Bills should be looking for in the second round? Oh, okay. Cody Mock, tackle, the toothless man, uh, North Dakota State. I think uh, he would be great in the second round um, because you know he's a late second round. Uh, projection right now, so yeah, I think you know, you know, we if Bergeron's there, I would take him from Syracuse. If Mox there, I would take him. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to see which guys are going to fall down the board. I mean, I, you can't take all these offensive linemen all, all at once, right? There's so many different positions that are going to be taken. You have people are going to come up for wide receivers and quarterbacks, and they're going to push some of these linemen down the board i think so you're gonna have to um you know see you know what's there because you could even have someone like osiris torrance potentially fall i don't think he's gonna fall all the way down to the bills second round pick but i'm just saying like you know some of these guys you know 
are going to be looked over and and there for the taking. So we'll see. It's, it's going to be interesting to see who that who that might be. If if the Bills can move back out of the round one and get to like thirty five, for example, or mm-hmm. thirty seven. That's a sweet spot because you could get an Osiris Turns. You can get a Matthew Berger. You can get a Cody Mosh. And then you could also use your other second round pick. There might be a little more value in that than 27. A second round pick, I like Matthew Berger on. I don't know if he gets to 59. Uh, Blake Freeland from BYU. He's a tackle. He reminds me a lot of Spencer Brown. And I don't know if the Bills want to do that again. I don't know if that's really worth it for the Bills to run back another Spencer Brown type. Like if you're going to take a tackle in this draft, Go get a first-round tackle, right? And then there's, he's your starter. It's Darnell Wright. It's Daywan Jones. It's Anton Harrison. Like those type of guys. But mm-hmm. I like the question. I like the question. I think a second-round sweet spot is probably the receiver position. And then first-round is probably tackle or, like a, I don't know, tackle or I don't know who else they would go in the first round. A linebacker. Excuse me. Forget. Linebacker. That might right. be the sweet spot. So we're going to talk a little bit more about Let's uh, get the Syracuse Let's get folks. There. Um, Dan Tortoro will be on our show yeah. a couple weeks here from Syracuse, and uh, and he'll be able to give us a little more insights on him. But but Bergeron plays Syracuse's offense a little bit. Uh, it's a kind of a spread offense. Um, they try to go real fast. Uh, so Bergeron definitely has the conditioning factor where he's used to kind of running up to the line of scrimmage and then playing a play and then running to the next line of scrimmage and playing. So mm-hmm. that's kind of Syracuse's style. They've slowed it down a little bit this year from last year, but um, a little more, you know, spread with a, with a running quarterback kind of. So he would be definitely someone I'm looking at because he's played with um, Garrett Schrader's not anything great at Syracuse, but you know, he's played around some of these guys at Syracuse that have been running around and, um, you know, had to do kind of the scramble drills and stuff. And he's going to be pretty perfect in the Bills offense, you know, with that same, you know, sort of quarterback. Uh, Josh Allen obviously going to break plays and and try to make things happen. So I think Bergeron's good in that he has that experience. He has experience in in kind of the spread, but also the – the quarterback who's going to take off or a little bit of the, you know, running the, the read option type stuff in the backfield, you know, kind of swinging, um, sw- swinging some passes out to Sean Tucker and things like that. Uh, so, so I think that Bergeron just is a pretty good fit for the bills. Um, six, five, which a lot of starting years played four years um, of starting football at Syracuse. That's not something you want to overlook. Lance, you th- I think he's more of a guard at the next level, and that's not like me watching tape and, and well, it is, but it's also like I have a, a lot of experts that I trust have said he might be a guard at the next level, but he wants to play left tackle. Obviously, the money is more invested. Obviously, it's more money in the left tackle position, but he's definitely a right tackle, maybe a guard. I don't know. He's a lot of versatility. Again, a lot of these old linemen that we like we have him uh, touched on is like Steve Avila or John Michael Schmitz. Like those guys have. Or Joe Tipman have, yeah, flexibility. I think Matthew Bergeron maybe not as much, but has that flexibility. I have a first round grade on him, a rich. I, I think he's that good, but I think he's a first round guy that goes in the second round. I don't know if he gets to fifty nine. I really don't think he does. I'd be shocked. But yeah, Lance, you've said this a million times. We don't know how the draft is going to uh, pan out, and that's a hundred percent correct. But. It's tough for me to see him get to 59, but I think he's a first-round talent. I think he's very good. I think this is not a bad option at 27. I know a lot of people might be a little weary if we take him at 27. I don't think you take him at 27, right, if the likes of like a Darnell Wright or Daywan Jones are on the board at 27. Mm-hmm. But if you move back in the second round and you two two second-round picks and you use one of those on Matthew Bergeron, Lance, like if you get him in the 30s or 40s, you move back if that's the path that the Bills go, then Matthew Bird runs 100% in play. I don't know. He's, at, he's in play in 27 if Darnell Wright, Daywan Jones are not on the board, but I think those guys, not blow him out of the water, but I think those guys have a little more upside. And I think if the Bills goop that, they like were solidified that right tackle position without Spencer Brown. But I think Matthew Bird runs 100% in play at 27. And no, he's like right. 65% in play at, at 27. He's 100% in play. At 59, if he's on the board for the Bills. 
but I like Matthew Bergeron. And I think we're moving to the tackle position because Matthew Bergeron at the tackle. Another guy, we used him for a thumbnail tonight, Lance. Darnell Wright. This guy kind of slept on in the beginning of the draft process. Then kind of shot up the board at the Senior Bowl. This is someone that was rumored, rumored that Brandon Bean was watching at the Senior Bowl. It was yeah. Darnell Wright that one of the guys he was keyed on. 5.01. 40 times, 6'5", 333. Like I said, senior role participant, uh, all-SEC first team. So he's experienced. We're talking about an SEC O-lineman going up against the likes of Will Anderson, uh, Jalen Carter, those type of guys, like week in and week out. Hugely experienced tackle of 2,746 career college snaps at both left and right tackle. Good technique, good production. He didn't give up a single sack last year on 507 passing snaps. Yeah. I like not giving up any sacks, Lance. I don't know about you, man. If you're if you're gonna give up an amount of sacks, that's zero to me. It's zero. Yeah. So Lance, if the Bills select him at 27, grade that pick. I want to hear your thoughts on the Darnell Wright and what you think of him. Yeah, it's probably gonna be a B, B plus. I think really? it's for the Bills. It's obviously it fits a need, but as far as you know, what the you know, board grades out as and things. I'm not sure I like it over depending on who's there. I mean, I just, you got to okay. see who else is on the board. Who are we passing on? I mean, if a guy like Zay Flowers or something is there, obviously, then you have to question, you know, whether really? they want to get some weapons or whether you want to, you know, get the offensive line taken care of. So um, I think uh, one of the other, well, yeah, I think you know it's it's an, it's a B B plus for me. I think B plus. So uh, love the kid. I mean, a great great talent. I would love to be able to do one of the you know where you can trade back to the early thirties, take a guy like Wright, and then. Um, but you know, I'm afraid he doesn't get out of the first round. He may not. Um, and another guy that you know we've been, I've been seeing this on a lot of mocks, and I've kind of been passing him up. So I wanted to ask you too. What first give me your your thoughts on uh, Darnell Wright if you have anything more to say on him? But then I want to ask you about Anton Harrison from Oklahoma because I think like he's showed up on it. He's like always there at twenty seven. I'm always, always looking at him. I keep reading you know all these things on him. He's you know he didn't really work out I guess so. Um, you know, I don't know what he, if he's his pro day numbers are out yet or what. But um, Wait, let me. I I want to say, like, any of these – I have seven first-round grades on tackles. Yeah. Any of those guys at 27, I'm giving an A-, minus, A+, plus, A, whatever the heck you want to give pick. I think those are all good picks. They're not all going to pan out because that's just not how the draft works. But I, Anton Harrison, he's always available. If like, you use PFF Draft Simulator, any of those simulators, and we'll see if tonight he's available. As we end the show at the 9 o'clock hour, we'll end it with a draft uh, mock draft. But ideal size, length combination comes from a long line of Pro Bowl, Oklahoma offensive tackles. They've been pretty good at the tackle position. Orlando Brown Jr. is one of the guys that comes to my mind. Don't mention Cody Ford. He's a guard, so we don't put him in the tackle position. He doesn't exist. Uh, He's another guy that only gave up four sacks in three years of playing college uh, football. That's pretty good. That's pretty, pretty, pretty good. I like Anton Harrison. 6'4", 315. Do you not like him, Lance? You seemed a little skeptical when you were preaching him to me. Yeah, I'm just not sure yet. I guess I got to go watch a little bit more tape on him. I think that um, he's one of those guys I kind of just always seem to skip over, but he's always, you know, right in front of my face. And I just Mm -hmm. feel like, um, you know, he could be a possibility. He's definitely got the skill set we're looking for and, uh, would be a good fit. So um, if they take a right tackle in round one, that means they're giving up on Spencer Brown. Maybe, um, no. probably, but I don't know. I mean, I I, I kind of already have, so I don't really know. I don't know how to, you know, it's like. Is giving up on Spencer Brown making him the third and the tackle and the swing tackle and the depth tackle? Is that giving up on Spencer Brown? It's a third round pick. It wasn't a first round pick. It wasn't a second right. round pick. You gave him his chance. That's not giving up on play Spencer the Bobby Brown. Hart role for a season or two. No, like the third tackle. That's valuable. Like Questenberry played some snaps last year. I'd rather Spencer Brown play over than Questenberry. Questenberry's back again. You yeah. upgrade. That's I don't I don't 
it's given up on him maybe as a starter, but it's not given up on Spencer Brown. I don't think that exists if he's still in your roster and he still potentially has a value role on this team. He was a third-round pick. Yeah, he gets to compete. I mean, he yeah. still gets to com- compete for a spot on the team. I don't think it's... Um... I I also think... Yeah, A-Rich said Harrison scares me because of Ford, but I guess Ford was a guard. And I, it's like, tough to compare players. It's not fair to Anton Harrison because Cody Ford stinks. Like, that's not fair to Anton Harrison. That's not his fault. But yeah, I get the Oklahoma thing. That It's a little uh, sketchy there. But he's a different position, and I think he's better. He also runs a four nine eight forty. So this guy moves, and I'm not saying the forty time, but I just say he moves. Where the wind goes sweeping down the plains. But I've also bet. Let's say the Bills take a tackle around one, right at twenty seven, right. Pencil the guy you want in there, and we move on, right. Spencer Brown. There's going to be teams calling for Spencer Brown. Yeah, I, yeah, we could. I don't know if you get what, what he's worth. I mean, I don't really know, but you might get. There's more. He has more value. What did, what did you get for Cody Ford? A fifth? Yeah. You got a fifth, right? For I Cody didn't get Ford. anything. No, not you. The Bills, Lance. Yes. So then, Spencer Brown. I, there's more value in Spencer Brown than Cody Ford. Maybe you could, maybe you could sneak a fourth for 2024. Yeah. It's not horrible. I agree, A. Rich. I keep preaching, like, I want to tackle round one. I think that's a good pick round one. I really do. But there's more chance, I believe, the Bills go a guard at round one than a tackle. Yeah, I think they just they just they have like a lot of belief in a lot they of these. Like they, they like a lot of these guys, and, and we don't. I think it's kind of funny. So, um, you know, it's interesting. It's so you know, nerve wracking, try leading up to the draft, right. Trying to see like, what are these guys going to do? Yeah. You know, where are they? Because, you know, we're, we're valuing a lot of guys um, all, all over the board here. And we, we're not exactly sure yet, you know, what, you know, there's obvious needs from our standpoint, from a fan's perspective, but not necessarily from the front office perspective, because they have, you know, development in place. They have a whole summer program, and then the the training camp and everything to get some of these guys going. And if they think injuries hindered them last year, or they just need another year in the system, or whatever may have you, they're not going to be so quick to say, "Ah, oh, this guy didn't play well last year. Let's just get rid of him right now." You know, they're kind of invested in them, and they're saying, "Well, we've got we've got a investment of X in in, or we've got a third round mm-hmm. investment in Spencer Brown. We're going to carry him out until." Uh, 2024 before we look to evaluate it now they do they say that stuff like akeem mentioned but you also smoke screen they also say hey like we're always looking to upgrade every position on the roster at all times so like lance right if you if the bills are brandon bean's gonna have his big board right mm-hmm. he's gonna have his big board he's gonna mark his player and this is a good point by a rich but i think brown probably will be better in year three because no back injury but if you think about it right so the Bills have – Brandon Bean has his big board, right? I don't know where he has Peter Scoranzi ranked. I don't know where he has Paris Johnson ranked. I don't know where he has Broderick Jones ranked or Anton Harrison ranked or Daywan Jones or Darnell Wright or Matthew Bertram. I don't know where he has those guys ranked. But let's say he has Broderick Jones as his number two tackle, right, for example. I don't think he gets to 27. But if he does get to 27 – the Bills might use a right tackle position on him because it's too good of a pick to pass up. Yeah, it all absolutely. depends if the guy they like gets to that position. They're not going to reach for a right tackle. The Bills are not reaching for a right tackle in round one. If they go right tackle in round one, that means the perfect guy fell to them at 27 or the best guy they have on their board fell to them at 27. Right. So it could be – they. But you know what? They might have Darnell Wright as the number one tackle on their board. I don't think that's true, but – they might like Darnell Wright at 27. And that's their guy. We don't know. Are they going to make a crazy pick like Belichick did? Didn't Belichick take some like third Cole round? Strange. Or Cole Strange. I had a third round grade on him. Tackle in the first round. Yeah. Yeah, they did. And Patriots fans weren't too happy about it. He had an up and down year. He wasn't as bad as I think people wanted him to be bad, but interesting. A. Rich coming in, D. Tackle, B. John Robinson, or guard round one. No, no, yes. Lance? 
I'm not really on the running back train early because mostly I want Sean Tucker later on. But uh, D tackle, I wouldn't be mad if the right guy's there. I don't really know who would be there. The right so. guy. Yeah. It, we can uh, shift to D tackle now. We can shift to D tackle now. This yeah, is a good segue. We're always talking about wide receiver uh, round one. I like wide receiver round one as well because A Flowers, JSN, those type of guys. But A Rich brings up a good point here, right? D tackle. We're gonna, we're talking about D lineman tonight too. Jalen Carter is not going to be there at twenty seven, right? Like I get his character issues. I'd be shocked if he falls out of the top ten. Like that guy's a number one pick talent. Yeah. Like that's how good Jalen Carter is. Do you want Brian Breesy at twenty seven? Nah, I don't at all. And is then K-Log, the next, is the best guy is like. Jacqueline Roy and Keanu Benton and then, and then Gervon Dexter. And those guys Mozzie are all Smith. like second, third, fourth round guys. Maybe Mozzie Smith at 27? I don't know. Kalaja Kansi. I have him as a D lineman slash D tackle, but I don't know if he fits that prototypical D tackle position. You know what I mean? I have a first round grade on him, but he might be more of an edge rusher. Mozzie from, from, from Michigan is not a bad option as I'm trying to go back to my big board here. I don't know, Lance. I don't know. Like, like, Kalaja Kansi. I have a first round pick ran on him, but he's 6'1, 281. I can't play D tackle. We already have Ed Oliver at that kind of size. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I think if the Bills go D tackle, it has to be a big guy. It has to be another Daquan Jones style of play. Yeah. I don't see that in the first round. Unless it's Jalen yeah, like, Carter. I like Mozzie Smith, Carter, but I just don't see him at 27 for sure. No, unless it's Jalen Carter, but he's not going to be there at 27. So right. it's there's I've talked about like sweet spots in this draft. I think D tackle sweet spot is third, fourth round, a Byron Young from Alabama, a Gervin Dexter from Florida, Florida, Kobe Turner from Wake, Keandre Colburn from Texas. I have all those guys in round three grades. You can get them in round four. I, I think those are the guys you kind of go. I think D-tackle round one makes no sense. I can get on board with it round two. Round one makes no sense. Unless Jalen Carter gets there. That's the only guy, and he's not going to be there. <laughs> so from a value standpoint, to answer Uncle Bud's question here, um, do you think the most value is in the offensive tackle first round? Or Probably, right? right? And There's then receiver. Receiver. And the second round is what you were talking about, kind of liking that sweet spot there. Yeah, or like even a linebacker at 27. I can, I can, Drew Sanders, Jack Campbell, Trenton Simpson, I can get on board with too. They need a linebacker. We'll talk about that next week more. But oh, tackle, receiver, and linebacker probably round one. Those are the three positions that I'm kind of keying on. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see what else we got. I don't know. I think there's a little different. Like last year's wide receiver classes might have been better than this year's wide receiver class, but like I think JSN is as talented as Garrett Wilson, as talented as Chris Olave. Like that's the type of guy. I like this tackle class a lot. I for some reason I can't always pinpoint everybody from last year, but I like this tackle class a lot better than yeah. last year's tackle class. But like there's a lot of sweet spots a rich in this draft that I like. Day three, D-tackle. Day three, safety. Day three, running back. Those are all value picks, in my opinion. And then, like, wide receiver, like Isaiah Flowers or Josh Downs. But the wide receiver class, Cedric Tillman, Tank Dell, Keyshawn Boudet, Michael Wilson, Andre Izovis from Princeton, Jaden Reed, Parker Washington. Like, those are legit guys you could get in round two, round three, maybe even round four. So you maybe not have to take a receiver at 27. There's a lot of things the Bills can do at 27. Lance, what do you what do you what do you think? Yeah, that that's the fun of this whole exercise, I think, in the offseason, because there's a lot of options, but I'm not sure like there's not as clear need for what we want to get for value in the first round. So it's gonna depend on who is there, who drops. Um, you know, I think we talk about, you know a guy from Mozzie Smith from Michigan, you know, we talked about a little bit, but um, just want to circle back for Akeem. You know, this guy is just humongous with a motor that, you know, he's got a sub five uh, 40 time. What do you have? Four, nine, eight or something. Four, and eight, just, five. Four, eight, five. Just incredible. Speed I have a first round grade on him. I do. I think he's a first round grade. Yeah. I would love that pick. Honestly, I wouldn't be mad at it. I'm not sure. I'm just, 
The value may not be there at 27. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like I don't see the value of a lot of these guys that we want to take for like what we would need for the best fit for our team and the best way to kind of round out our roster. It's just tough. Like all these guys are like, Oh, could we, it's just screaming trade back to me. You know, it's just because all these values are later on that we want to get. So is there, there's not a, I got to have them in the first round. Now I, I get it. Like a lot of people are on this and, and I won't be super pissed if like, Bijan slips to 27 and, and we take him fine. Like I'm going to be okay with that because it's a impact player immediately. And I don't know how many impact players we can get at 27. You know what with, we, Oh, sorry. Keep going. My bad. Keep going. No, with, you know, with the, I guess the tout that Bijan Robinson has, there's not, I mean, unless one of the, the top three receivers, you know, fall fall to twenty seven or something. You know, or you know, I see like a Jalen Hyatt being an impact player that could you know be there 100%. at twenty seven, right? So, 100%. if some if some of these guys get there, it's just nobody knows actually who you know who's going to be there. So it's this is the fun thing about you know the exercise during the off season. We're going to wait see who's there, but but that's why we're going to you know fire up the old simulator and and just go through the exercise. So shout yeah. out to uh, T and YAP in the seven one six. Thanks for stopping by, T. We love you. You know, what I, you know what I've learned? Two things tonight. YouTube is killing it with the comments. Awesome. Facebook, pick it up. Let's go, Facebook. But YouTube, killing the comments, super chats. If you guys want to super chat, that'd be awesome on YouTube. And the second thing I think we've learned tonight is trading back probably the best option. Yeah, probably is. There's a lot of value in the second round of this draft. But there is also a lot of value in 27. Like I see there's not a ton of value. Hey, Rich, drop another comment. I, I appreciate all the comments tonight, guys. Value at 27, especially on YouTube, but value at 27. But there is. Like, there's guys at 27, like a Zay Flowers, like a JSN, those type of guys. Anton Harrison, like Darnell Wright, Osiris Torrance, Jack Campbell, Drew Sanders. Like, those guys are legit first-round picks, I think. And guys, mm-hmm. you take at 27, you don't bat an eye, and you're happy with. But... Do the Bills get more value? And if somebody dropped this comment last week, and I 100% agree, and I've kind of gone on board with this, four picks in the top 100 is what I think the Bills' goal should be. Yeah. That could mean 27, two seconds and a third. It'd be a little weird how they do that, but yeah. four picks in the top of 100 is what I would shoot for if I'm Brandon Bean and company. Because I think you hit the sweet spot, and I would like to do that tonight, Lance, in our draft simulator, if you're cool with that, if we can get a good trade-up. We can trade back because I think we get a lot of good value. We try to get out of 27. Roy's coming in from YouTube. Siaka Aka is my guy in this draft. I got a second-ground grade on him from Baylor, and I think he's a guy you can take in round three. So Exactly. Roy, on board that pick. Big man from Baylor. I want to – I'm going to pull up his weight because I'm not going to fat shame him, but he's a big guy, and I like those big <laughs> Big, I don't know why I said fashion, but you know what I mean. Like, those are big hog molly man. Big hog molly man. Let's see if I could find this guy again. We like more. See, okay, I, I have him on the big board. I'm just trying to find his weight. Oh, oh 335. 335. Yeah, that's a big boy. A big running a 539, though. And we were talking about um, Mozzie, though. Same similar size running a four eight five. That's the difference between these prospects, right? So you're yeah, well, that's you the, a first round grade and Aka Yaka Aka Aka. Whoa, I don't know. Yaka Aka is a second and third round D tackle. That's sure. the difference. This is a deep draft for positions we don't really need. I don't agree. We could use a tackle. I think the tackle is deep. We could use the linebacker. Linebacker is deep. We could use another receiver. Wide receiver is deep. We can use a guard. I think guard's a little more deeper than it is top-heavy, in my opinion, at the guard position. Yeah. Yeah, Roy, I don't know, man. We might be. We could use a long snapper. Maybe we'll take a long snapper at 27. So, Bills, you never know. What's up, Anthony? What's up, Anthony? Co-host with Lance on the sit-down. Lance, where, where's the sit-down? Thursdays it's now? Or Saturdays still, but we're going to be moving to Thursdays. That's what it was. That's be watching out for that. Saturday at 7. Uh, for the rest of April, and then I think uh, we're starting off May with the um, 
Thursday schedule. So, but this is Gervin Dexter senior. We both like Lance. You agree? Yeah, love that guy. It's yeah, I think we got him in our mock uh, last week. I think you know we were just looking around. It's like, oh, he's still there. Yeah, hell yeah. From Florida, six six high motor. I uh, I this guy is. You know what he ran in his forty yard four eight eight. Yeah, that's just six six three ten. This guy's. I think he could play the one tech, right? Yeah, I imagine so. And I think he's, you know, going to be able to be moved all across the, the line there. And he's, I mean, at some of these sites, so NFL Draft Buzz has him as a fourth round talent. I mean, boy, if we get him in the fourth, that'd be insane. Remember when I said there's value in those later rounds at the D tackle position? Because I think there is. Yeah, these and are the guys. Bodrick Martin from Western Kentucky. Uh, Cam- Jacob Slade from Michigan State. Cameron Young from Mississippi State. I have fourth round grades on those guys, and I think those guys. I think the big out. guy that a lot of people are looking at later on uh, is Keanu Dent, uh, Benton from Wisconsin as well. I have a uh, second round grade on him. Yeah, he's a third he's round grade on the Draft, Draft Buzz. Buzz website, but uh, yeah, I think he is climbing up. Uh, you know, just fits the mold here. Has yeah. a quick, quick shuttle, quick ten yard split here, so. Not overly fast in the 40, but, you know, it's, uh, I think, you know, 5.08 is pretty good. He's, what is it, 6'4", 310? That's just. Yeah. And A-Rich yeah. agrees. We're talking about A-Rich. Irvin Dexter, senior. Irvin Dexter. Uh, senior. Uh, from Florida. I think every third round grade at him, but I, I think third, fourth round grade is a sweet spot for him. What's up, Dalton? Drop your comments, man. Drop your drop your thoughts. What do you think of the Bills O-line, D-tackle, for our D-lineman for this draft? And yeah, we'll let you know what we think. But yeah, Gervin Dexter, sweet spot. Lance, any edge rushers you are targeting this year in the draft that you like? Uh, let's see. Yeah, I really Edward. like I really like this guy's name more than uh, the prospect, maybe, but Isaiah Foskey. I think uh, you know, Notre Dame prospect really um you know, just one of those guys that can be available, right? That's uh, available when we're ready to, you know, when we would be ready to pick um, an edge potentially. I think he's really late second round, third round, maybe um, depending on how the trade work, trades work out. You know, he might be someone at like ninety one that uh, we could we could be in on, but he might go sooner than that too. He's definitely uh, a good talent, but uh, you know who my guy four, is four five eight. He's really fast. And 6'5", 264, I think that's just uh game wrecker type of, you know, size. 100%, 100%. Uh, I like him a lot. I have a, I'm going to be honest with you, I have a first-round grade on him. Yeah. I don't think Not everyone can go in the first round, though, so. No, he won't go in the first round. He'll probably go second, mid-second round, in my opinion. But I like him a lot. I think, I don't know if I would take him at 27, because I don't think we want to take an edge at 27. That kind of wild. I think Bills Mafia would be put into a tailspin if you went edge of 27. But he's a guy that I would get on your radar for second round, 100%. Another guy I like, Lance, KJ Henry. I got it. This I is my it. guy. Third round grade on him. I think you can get him in the third or the fourth round. This guy was overlooked by two first round prospects at Clemson. Miles Murphy, who's going to be a first round pick, and Brian Breesey, who I don't think should be a first round pick, but will be a first round pick. Mm-hmm. But he was overlooked by those two talents. KJ Henry, third round grade on him, the defensive end from Clemson. 6'4, 250, 4, 6, 3, 40 time. That fella can fly. His hand use is excellent. He's strong in the upper body, consistently swats away blockers. Henry has ideal length as an edge rusher with room to add more weight onto his frame. This screams the perfect fifth edge rusher this year for the Bills. And then next year, yep. he rolls into the rotation of those four edge rushers that the Bills like yeah. to do. Not year one, but year two, I think this guy could be a legit contributor. I think year one, he could be good, can help, but I think year two, KJ Henry is my guy. Oh, my God. Like I Maybe able to get him, some, get him some run uh, before. If Von Miller's working his way back too, you know, you yeah. could see a guy and getting some run there. He does need to add a little weight. That's what people say about him. So he does need to add a little weight. Year I one might do that, him that time. That's what they that's what they said. That's what Jeff Buzz is telling me about him. I don't know, man. I don't know. 
Uh, long arms, displays good power. He's a good run defender, has the speed to chase down ball carriers in pursuit. Violent hands, I like that. I like the violent hands. But I like KJ Henry. I think he could be a very good player at the next level. The kid Violence from, is the answer. The kid from Hall, I have a third-round grade on him, Derek Hall, Auburn. I like him too. I think he could be another guy the Bills could take in that sweet spot in round three. I think another guy on his team, Kobe Wooden, is not another bad option. I have a third-round grade on Kobe Wooden as well. So both of those guys could be options for the Bills in the middle of the draft. But people like Derek Hall a lot. He ran a 4-5-5 at the 40. He's also two years younger yeah. than K.J. Henry. 6'3", 254. Another good option, round two, round three for the Bills. So keep an eye on Derek Hall. Keep an eye on K.J. Henry. I think this pick, too, would be perfect for the Bills. Uh, McDermott's a big salute-to-service type guy, too. So, uh, you know, for coming from Army, Andre Carter is second. Uh, you know, big guy, 6'6", six, six, runs a 4.93. Um, you know, just another beast. I mean, these guys, another guy that's on that freak list, you know. So there is just some depth throughout this second, third, fourth round yeah. for the defensive lineman, I think, for sure. I think that's a really good sweet spot to try to nab one of these guys. And I think we're going to go to probably, you know, interior and exterior or interior and edge um, both in this draft because they just seem to love to draft. It just drives me nuts because like Roy said there, it's like, man, I don't, want to take any more dns we've drafted so many goddamn defensive ends and none of them are really up to snuff i mean rousseau is i think Rousseau very good but he's not a pro bowl you know perennial pro bowler by any means and i'm telling you this you know, Rousseau, i'm calling it this year double digit sacks Rousseau this year i hope so man he was good last year. But that's I mean, what that's what i'm looking for i mean if you're gonna draft another edge guy it's like give me a guy that's gonna well, just that's beast, what, you know. That's why I think there's more value in round three or round four. Expectations are not as high. It's a little easier for them to develop into an edge rusher. But Lance, talking about a first round guy, right? We're gonna play the game before we get to the mock draft simulator. If there was an edge rusher you're taking round one, realistically at 27, who is it? At 27, if I had if I'm taking an edge rusher, and I think Probably this Lucas Van Ness out of Iowa. Okay. He's just, he's a big, he meets the 6'5 height requirement that the Bills uh, front office has in my mind and runs a, a 4'5'8, um, stellar 40 times, really good in the shuttle. Uh, so, yeah, I think like a Lucas Van Ness is somebody I'd target if you're going to go that position early, but I would hope they, they don't. Like, Will Anderson won't be there. I don't think Miles Murphy will be there. I don't think Tyree Wilson will be there. I don't think Nolan Smith will be there at 27, but he's a guy that I wouldn't hate at 27. I really don't want to take an edge, but Nolan Smith's an absolute stud. Sure. 4 3 9 40, six, He's only 6'2", 238, so he doesn't get that 6'5 requirement. Um, he's played linebacker. He's played DN for, the, for Georgia. Good edge with speed. Very good in coverage. I, this guy's an explosive player. But another guy that people like that I think could be in play at 27 is Will McDonald from Iowa State. I think he's sure. a first-round talent. Him, I have a handful of O-linemen that I like in the first round, like Will Anderson, obviously Murphy, Wilson, Nolan Smith and McDonald, and Isaiah Foskey from Notre Dame. But I think realistically it would be McDonald or Smith at 27 if the Bills had to go that route or if they wanted to go that route. Because I don't see Wilson, Tyree Wilson, Miles Murphy, obviously not Will Anderson getting to 27. But I know Smith I can get on board with because I think he's going to be a, a stud at the next level. But I agree with you. I would rather them not take a, a, an edge. But the title of the show is D-Lyman and O-Lyman. So we got to talk about the D-Lyman. But Lance. That's right. You want to get the mock draft before we got any comments? Um I'm assuming Averich is talking about Nolan Smith. He won't be available at 27. I agree, probably not, but he's a guy that would be more in the range than a Tyree Wilson, a Miles Murphy, a Will Anderson. But Lance, end the show tonight, my man. We talked about O-line. You want me to drive? I want you to drive. You uh, want to use the same one we got from Izzy or a different? Uh, Let's use that one. That's the one I've been using a lot. All right, cool. Hopefully everyone's enjoying the show. 
Buffalo Blitz every Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern for here on out. If you guys did miss this episode, don't go anywhere. We got a mock draft simulator coming. If you did miss this episode, you can rewatch it on Facebook, uh, Facebook or YouTube or on Twitter. But Apple Podcasts or Spotify comes out tomorrow morning if you prefer the podcast version. Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. YouTube comments doing great. Facebook doing pretty good tonight. Let's keep it rolling. And Lance has the mock draft simulator up and ready to go running. Let's get running, fellas, in comment section. If you see anybody on the board you like, drop a comment. We'll try to answer as we close out the show. Like I said, podcast version tomorrow morning, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Buffalo Blitz every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Lance, this was a fun show, my man. Well, I have it. Here we go. Wow, look at this. What do we got? And St. 35, 176, 236, and a 24. 38, 144, 231, and a ton of 24 capital. Do, do we see? Uh, nope. That's a hard no. So those are the two we got to choose. Oh. Whoa. Oh. Whoa. That's just not two. real. Yeah, that's a lot of draft picks. It's either this. Uh, I, I say we do. Two. What's the fifth round pick for the Raiders? It's uh, 144. Both are Raiders are further back. Would you do this? Any of these? Yeah, I'd do the Colts. I would do that. I'd do this trade Let's here. It. Let's do it. Nah, I think I'm. I don't want that. No, I definitely don't want that. Oh, oh. I mean, that's huge, but I don't think that's happening. No. No. Doing that. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, no, we're gonna we're just gonna rip here. So I wanna uh, wanted to see who. So if we go back, who did they trade up to take from us? Darnell Wright. So that's you know that's kind of like well maybe Ooh, we shouldn't did. have done that right, but is what it is. So we're playing that game tonight. That's what we're doing. So now we've got Darnell Washington tight end. Dewan Jones tackle. Hyatt's still here. Sanders is here. John Michael Schmitz is here. Jack Campbell's here. Simpson's here. Josh Downs is here. Mm -hmm. Isaiah Foskey's here. Hmm. Well, because we're. Oh, yeah. Let's take him. That's an A. Linebacker. That's good value right there. I do think you could could have went like Daywan Jones there, but I don't know if the Bills will. Let's take Jack Campbell. Let's just get two fucking stud linebackers, dude. Well, I'm thinking Bergeron. Bergeron. Bergeron's still there. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean that's my pick, but that's a also have Keanu. Nope. Kind of Benton there, nope. but nope. Frick the B plus. That's an A plus pick. Drew Sanders and Bergeron. I'm on board for that. The trains are rolling. You can't get off now. Trains are rolling. No, we're not training with the Jets. No. No. 2024. No. 24. No. 100. Nope. Can Benton? Can we go to receiver? Can we see where we see at receiver? Cedric Tillman's there. I say we can wait for a receiver. Yeah, it looks like there's a hell of a lot on the board here. What, is, so. what does the D-tackle position look like? I think we need a D-tackle for next year. That's interior O-lineman. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just know. looking at that. I, don't I think Keanu Benton. Yeah, that's exactly what my pick. I mean, him or Roy, but I mean. Benton's probably the better prospect. Yeah, absolutely. We're killing this draft again. Drew Sanders, Matthew Bergeron, Keanu Benton. Those are all three stars. Nah, Keanu Benton won't start day one, obviously, because you have Ed Oliver and uh, Daquan Jones. But Keanu Benton will be very good. It's going to be really, really good. Next pick is either an edge or receiver, but we have 130. And we don't need these freaking trades anymore. Get the frick out of here. Hayden Reed's kind of been linked. Let's wait. Um, We have his pick in seven picks. We can wait. Yeah. Still got my guy from Princeton yeah, there on the board. Yeah, we can 100% wait. We can 100% wait. 
I don't think if you don't go in interior O line, I love this kid from Michigan here. I in do the, nope. at the pick one thirty. Yeah, it's uh, not a bad option. What else we got? Go to the edge. Safety is not a bad option. I know Jartavius Martin. Uh, oh, yeah. My man Izzy loves Jartavius Martin. He's Your guy upset. KJ is here. You gotta I, have I, him, right? Let's have him. Let's get KJ. Give me KJ. Give me KJ. I don't know what that was, but are we going receiver here? Or are we going interior O lineman? I was just looking at who's there. I'm not really. I uh, man, I do love this kid from Michigan though. There. No, we got 176. So let me see if we get. What else do we have at receiver? Parker Washington. Oh, he fits the bell so much. That 137, or you think we can wait till 176? Uh, probably not 176, right? I don't know. I asked you. I don't think he gets the 176. We'll take a quarterback. Yeah, we're not taking a quarterback. We have an edge, KJ Henry. We have a D tackle, Keanu Benton. We have Matthew Burge on the guard slash tackle position, whatever you want to say. And we have our starting middle linebacker and Izzy's favorite player, Drew Sanders. You want to take a long snapper now? Or? Yeah, I don't know, man. I think we could probably, I think we probably could pass in the long. Safety's not a bad option. Yeah, I like, yeah. I like either Parker Washington or your Michigan alignment. Yeah, well, since I'm clicking the buttons, I guess I'm just going to take my guy. Okay. <laughs> he's the I don't center. Really have a good re- well, he's a center slash guard option that I think is good. I think a B is kind of a harsh grade on him because I do think he can be more of what do I have as a grade on him? I have a third round grade on him. I think he's pretty good. I bet you Parker Washington is probably off the board at this point, which is a sad, sad reality, but we'll be okay. I think we got to go receiver now. Iacivas or Charlie Jones or Demas Jr. No, you like Charlie Jones? Uh, over Seamus, probably not. Probably Seamus. Seamus. Andre, Andre Seamus. Yeah, go him. I love that pick right there. Good pick. I still, I would be sad because I would think they missed out on a Jaden Reed. I would think that they missed out on a Parker Washington guys. But I went KJ Henry. I I could have I could have like said Kate. I could have said Jaden Reed, who I love. What do we have? We have two more picks left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We still haven't gone a safety. Get some depth of safety through. behind Taylor Rapp. Where's, uh... Yo, see, Voss. So, you know, I, I've been saying this a ton. I love the two safeties from Florida. Just we for can the wait. sake of playing. Just for the sake of playing with... Um, Kyrie Elam again. Um, the kid from Alabama here. Helms is good. We don't need him right now. Like you said, we have the next next pick. But if we're going to pick here at safety, it probably would be Jay Ward. He's obviously the highest rated. I haven't done so my linebacker, safety, or corner big board yet. So I'm not going to. We will do that next week for you folks. So yeah. now we do have guys like um, Sir Roderick Thompson's a banger mm. we've talked about. Um, but, you know, these guys are UDFA pick picks at running back so nothing Hi, stands out there um no 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 not no much going on there no. we missed out on the tight ends yep oh warren uh, mcclendon warren mcclendon is not a bad double dip tackle at all yeah, quarterback okay. Roy's coming in cornerback what do we think a quarterback position cameron mitchell mitchell Trey clark, clark. Mm. blackman go to Go to receiver again. Hukanaku. We could double dip. I like the Dante Demas. He's a bigger guy. Um, who did we take? Yeah, we took Andre, so he's probably the big guy that we're going to take. Uh, go to. Bob, Bobo's there. I think he would be a decent pick at this uh, point. But well, okay. Where do you want to go? Let's go. I don't know. I like the tackle position again. I like double dip. I like getting some depth. Warren McClendon. Yeah. I don't think B plus, but they can. You know what? Now I think last pick has to be safety. If if Rashad Torrance or Trey Dean are both there, oh, don't take them. Don't take them. Don't take them. They didn't take them. He's already gone. They took Helms. Take them. Take them. 
Pull. A plus, baby. Waka. So if we break down this mock draft, right? We got our middle linebacker, and not all these picks are ever going to work. It's just a draft. But if you play in La La Land, Drew Sanders, middle linebacker, day one starter. Matthew Bergeron will compete for the guard position potentially. He could also compete for the right tackle position. Keenano Benton will play legit snaps at that D tackle position. He could 100% beat out Jordan Phillips and make Jordan Phillips a cap casualty. KJ Henry will be that fifth defensive end. Uh, I forgot how to say his name. Osaga. Oh, I don't know how to say his name. Won't we'll play or year one. Oluwatimi. Won't play year one. Could be that depth at the guard position. Also could be the future center. Andre mm-hmm. uh, Yosivas will be that probably like fifth, fourth or fifth receiver. Could get some snaps. Warren McClendon will just be a depth tackle. And Rashawn Torrance will be the fourth safety. So, yeah. There you go. And we saved it. Thank you. Awesome. Saved it. Awesome. That's how we All right. It. You fire another one up there without trades, or are you good for the night? Well, I think we can call it a night, right? Perfect. I'm down for that. We can call it a night. After that, banger of a draft. Heck I don't yeah. think we need to do much more. But yeah, Lance, where, before we get out of here, tell everybody about our sponsorship. <laughs> Lance? Promo code BLITZ on Underdog Fantasy. I was reading your girlfriend's comments, sorry. Um, (laughs) Underdog Fantasy, the best daily fantasy app out there. You have pick'ems, you have best ball drafts, you can get into a lot of different daily fantasy drafts and games. So go ahead, sign up for Underdog Fantasy, and use the promo code BLITZ to get your deposit matched up to $100. Yeah. Promo Built in code. Buffalo coming in watching us. Thanks for watching us, Built in oh, Buffalo. Yeah. I didn't realize we worked for Built in Buffalo. But Built in Buffalo, the Buffalo Blitz, every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern leading up into the draft. We got some great content next week. Linebackers, cornerbacks, and safeties you definitely do not want to miss that linebacker position that i expect to take us the bulk of the show the linebacker position probably 40 minutes on linebackers and we'll end the show with corners and safeties and then we will get our mock draft simulator and then yeah we're getting close to the draft time if you missed this episode you can go back on apple podcast or spotify podcast version comes out tomorrow or wherever you get your podcast rewatch it on facebook rewatch it on youtube rewatch it on twitter drop a comment after the show do whatever the heck you want as always, every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Lance, how do you think the show went tonight, my man? Great show. I love it. Thanks for all the comments today. You too. Uh, killed the coming game. every show. That was awesome. So uh, thank you all, Bills Mafia. Go Bills. YouTube killed, the, YouTube killed it. That's awesome. Lance, before we get out of here, where is your next show? When's the sit-down? Give us, give us the uh, run. Saturday night at uh, 7 p.m. You could find me on the sit-down, Built in Buffalo, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Yeah, make sure you guys do that. And make sure you guys follow everyone on Twitter as well. This was the Buffalo Blitz right here on the Built on Buffalo Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter network. And as always, we'll see you Tuesday, next Tuesday, 8 p.m. And go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills.